Um, money. We're not talking about today? money. No. We're not. We could be talking about money on this podcast, but I don't know. It might come up. When are we recording? Are we recording now? We're going to, yeah, we're, we're just talking. Uh, so we are recording now. Yeah. <laughs> don't do <laughs> But this won't be in it. Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. whatever. I'm- How do I segue the topic into Amelie? Well, on financial <laughs> literacy. <laughs> uh, I mean, no. I mean, I don't even know that you fucking were doing this. Yeah. You know. How and did you find out? Maybe Nikki or something. Yeah, yeah. Oh, me. yeah, Nikki. That's right. Yeah. I yeah. had Nikki on the podcast. Did you? Yeah. So that's cute. so good. She had baby in her hand. Aww. Um. But she was telling me she about... She went natural. She's so funny. So funny, She's man. got the talk, eh? Um, she was telling me about that you did this, and then I was, like, just looking it up. Yeah. And I was like, holy fuck. Like, yeah. you've turned... It sounds like you've turned a hobby into a business. Yeah, 100%. Like, where, when... Or how did that even oh, start? Oh, I just... Honestly, it was... Um, my brother was knitting something for his girlfriend and my brother is one, a person that gets like fixated on the thing that he is, um, you know, like into at that moment. It's a mom, pretty funny hobby for it. Yeah. I mean, like, yeah, I know. I, know. I, I was that. like, I love that. That's so, it was so cool. <laughs> hmm. Um, because he's like really detail orientated and like the more difficult it is, like the more he wants to like clock it sort of. So he was um, doing some really intricate knit for his girlfriend and mum was crocheting at the time as well because she crochets bags and now she's on to baby blankets for, like, everyone under the sun. And she's knitted, I mean, she's crocheted us all these really cute, like, crazy coloured blankets, all of us kids, sorry. So my brother and sister are getting them as well. And, yeah, they're for, like, our fuddy and yeah she's so cute she's so cute but anyway so they were doing it and I was like that looks pretty like I was I don't know I can't even really remember why it triggered me but I was literally like oh my god I want to start knitting right now and I was like to my brother I was like help me like figure out um how to do it and he was trying to teach me and I was it wasn't it wasn't going well so I think I started knitting a scarf and then I was less like, I was like, I wanted to, I wanted to knit myself a jumper. So I found some yarn and, and I literally was like crazy obsessed with getting it done. Mm. And, um, at the time one of my friends was knitting a jumper as well. And so I was like constantly calling her or my brother or my mom. And I was like, <laughs> how do I do this? And, um, and then so you I went from a scarf. You finished the scarf. Finished the scarf. And then was and this then, during a like lockdown? No, nah, it was, it was like, before not, lockdown. Oh I really? Can't, I can't remember when exactly this all was, but yeah, yeah. it was definitely before lockdown. Yeah. Because yeah, it was. Um, but yeah, I don't know why I was so crazy. And I then you like, moved oh on to a jumper. Yeah, I know. I was like, okay, I'm, I'm not. And is that not quite? Is that, I don't know anything about fucking knitting. <laughs> yeah. Is that a, is that big? Yeah, yeah. No, it was yeah. definitely like it was definitely. Out, yeah, like beyond my skill level. Oh, yeah. <laughs> but I was just, yeah, so like keen to um, knit it for myself. Yeah. I actually wasn't knitting it for myself. I just wanted to complete it. I got my, so my friend paid me for the yarn. Oh. I don't even know how she like 
trust me to do it. But anyway, she paid for the yarn and then I was just like, I'll just knit it for you. And um, and she was like, yeah, sure. And yarn's not cheap. So I was like, this is, you know, I've got to do this. Yeah. <laughs> got to do it well. But also, also like, got to do it fast because I really want to see what it's like and it's done. Um, but yeah, so I finished it for her. And it ended up being all good. But, like, I was, yeah, crazy obsessed. And then I was just, like, literally so addicted. And so my friends, because the jumper was, like, all good, My there were, like, more of my friends saw it. And so they were like, oh, can you do one for me? So it started off with them just paying for the yarn and then me knitting them a jumper. I can't even remember how many times I did this. But then... Um, and then everyone seemed to be, like, interested in it. So I had I already had this random Instagram that I me and my friend Alice had set up and we were just posting film photos that we took just yeah, for cool. this, just for each other. Like we just had this private Instagram that we just posted all of these photos to. And then I was like, and then Alice, we hadn't really used it for a while. So I just cleared that and then put them, started putting them on like this private Instagram. And then people like my friends would just follow it and they'd see all my knitting. And then friends of friends started asking to follow. And then super organic, super organic. And then friends <laughs> of friends wanted one. So I was like, okay, well, I'm not going to just get them to pay for the yarn. And then me, um, you know, just knit it not, for free. Yeah, knit yeah. It for free. Yeah, yeah. It took me ages. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I started charging but charging not that much to be honest and then how did you figure that out you know like i feel like as as like artists we always find it so hard totally to decide yeah how much to charge for your work i know i mean honestly if i worked out like based on (laughs) yarn time and and stress yeah stress like the creative process of like coming up with a garment like I would pay, get paid like $2 an hour, you know? <laughs> so at first I was like, oh, you know, like this is, my craft is just, you know, it's, I'm, I love it. So it didn't feel like a huge hass. Yeah. Like, so I, I didn't really, yeah, like I was fine at just charging it out at like, a, I can't even remember what I started off, maybe like $300 a jumper. Yeah. Um, like has, how did you compare that? Did you see? Um, I just kind of, like, I didn't want to make it super inaccessible for people. Like, Mm. I was like, it's not a money-making thing. Like, it's not something that I'm, like, looking to make money from, really. Like, I I like doing it. (coughs) It doesn't feel like a chore. It doesn't feel like work, you know? Mm. So I was... So I put it at that because I was like, oh, it's still quite a bit of money and it takes me, obviously, ages. And then the yarn's expensive, so... Yeah, I kind of just did that. But then I guess the more that I started taking myself seriously with it, because it was just like, you know, like it was a hobby turned into something that people started really liking, um, I guess I started to price it better. And also just other people around me were just like, bro, you need to charge more for your knits. <laughs> yeah. Like, so, yeah, people people will tell you, right? Yeah, definitely. Yeah, and it's like- interesting to see people's, you know, people dish out advice and input like like whether I ask it or not (laughs) which is all good yeah but um there's definitely people that are like you should be charging like double what your knits are right now like today Mm. and then there's other people that are like well what are you doing it for like you know like yeah you know you you love doing it yeah 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 yeah. what what do you how do you take advice then like 
How do you I sort seek, that out? I mean, I seek a lot of feedback and a lot of advice because, like, that's the other thing. Like, it's just me pretty much. Sometimes mm. my mum will help. Sometimes well, my grandma's helped before. And then there's other ladies that around Mahi at the moment that um, are really kind and help me oh. out when I've got, like, a lot on. Oh, my God. I know. Well, that's only been once, but they're – oh, no, maybe no, – it's been a couple of times, but um, they just love to have – they love to spin yeah. Oh, love it. <laughs> so it's, yeah. And, like, I've had more offers from other women as well um, That because I'm part of a knitting group. But, um, yeah, I guess I, because it is just me, I do seek a lot of, like, outside advice and, and feedback and that. So, but in terms of money, like, um, figuring out how much to price in it I guess I've just kind of it's just kind of evolved and maybe I just um like I haven't put them up in price since I first did my first proper release so usually how my knits sell is people will pre-order them for me so I've always got like a backlog (coughs) of knits that people want like a custom order Mm. but sometimes I get so sick of doing the same thing over and over and over um that I will like kind of stop orders always just have like a couple on the go and then um I will do big like a drop of new knits or something that you know like stuff that I've wanted to try out so yeah I did my first launch last year the beginning of last year and I haven't really changed the price of the knits since even though like yarn's gone up and like you know but um yeah I guess just as it's evolved, I've kind of just backed myself more and understood that this is a craft that, like, takes a lot of time, a lot of energy, and sometimes it is kind of overwhelming, especially if you've got lots of orders on the go. Like, um, yeah, so. I mean, you got knits right in front of you right now. You're like, I'm going to knit while we podcast. I'm like, good luck. <laughs> I know, I know. Honestly, it's like so second nature to me I I, I do everything and really time. yeah because like the thing is is that it takes so much time to knit something and okay, then so yeah like how long how long does it take to knit a jump like a jersey a uh, or one of those I, I honestly think it probably takes if like this is straight straight knitting um, you never yeah, do it straight no like 20 hours oh my god yeah it takes a while eh And that's like like me knitting the whole time, which is like, if you break it up, it's, it's fine. But, um, yeah. And people are really like patient and they respect the process and, but if, yeah, yeah. So it's fine. But yeah, they take some time. Um, time seems to be the biggest issue. Not, I mean, there you have. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I do. It's so funny. Like, I tell you, I I just honestly knit everywhere. Like, I knit in the car if I'm in the passenger seat. I knit, like, at the movies. I knit in a cafe. I used to be so shamed out about knitting in public. I'm like, oh, my God, everyone's going to think I'm, like, crazy. Like, you know, like, crazy or, like, attention-seeking. But I'm like, no, it's honestly, I just, I've learned to just not give embrace it now. Yeah, Yeah, not give a fuck. And, um just do it wherever I can because I need to like knit pretty much 24 seven to be able to keep on top of orders. Wait, I need you to stop kicking that table. Oh, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> um, what, what advice have you been seeking out? You, you said you asked for a lot of advice. Mm. 
just like on you advice is probably not really meaning help <laughs> yeah or just I, I need to bounce my ideas off people you know like I I I have new knits that I dream up then I try and I knit them and then mm. I'm like are these all good or like I send ideas and it's actually like the got, style of, you're meaning the yeah, style like an of actual product like yeah. a yeah, garment okay, like so I'm like wanna... should I try this yeah and then I, and like because I've I seek out so much like you know, feedback, feedback on that sort of stuff. Um, my friends have started just sending me knits that they find cool and um, that I should try, and sweet. which is really sweet. But even when it comes to content, like content is the bone of my life. Like I wish I could just have someone to do my content for me because, you know, if you want to build a following, like you've got to be pretty consistent with your um, content and also. Um, have good content as well mm. and since I'm so isolated at the moment like it used to be fine when I was living with my friends and mm. or living in, in the city and I could just nab them and be like can you be in my you know be in a jumper that I'm about to send off or something like that but yeah at the moment it's just me <laughs> middle of nowhere and I don't really like putting myself on the on Instagram too much just because I just yeah like I don't want it to be about me at all I like showing you know, like the my garment off. yeah, I like yeah, showing the, the garment off on, <coughs> especially when people receive the garments, and I'm, I love getting photos back from people with them on, and that yeah. it's just it's such a cool feeling. Um, but yeah, like content, I'm constantly asking um, friends if what photo they like best, or like you know, like <laughs> yeah. just small stuff like that. But I love like the co- content part that I love is when I do like small shoots and um, and. Yeah, because it's usually with friends or friends of friends and it's always such a fun time. I think it's amazing that you've yeah. um, created that team with your friends, even mm. though they're not even mm. like, ideally you're like, I wish I had a team mm. and mm. I hired, you know, yeah, maybe yeah. not, I don't know. Yeah. but Oh, yeah, I would love to have someone else there to help me knit and yeah. just do my content. And bounce. And, yeah, yeah, and, and bounce ideas. Yeah. And I, sometimes I'm like, there's one friend in particular um, Rose and I'm constantly just messaging her. <laughs> She's like, I'm not getting paid. <laughs> I know. That's why I'm like, she reassures me she loves it, but I'm like, I am annoying. <laughs> yeah. Oh, so I mean, you you moved, you moved from the city. I've moved from Berlin <laughs> to Mahia. So <laughs> I don't even know how many people in Berlin. Probably like oh God, five, oh ten. I don't know. I don't know. 10? I think it's like, yeah, maybe five or ten. No, it's not ten, I don't think. I no, think it's not that big. No, it's not that big. Yeah. Okay. But it's the same. The hustle five. and bustle. I know, honestly, it was, it's been a huge. To Mahia. To Mahia. Mahia. People don't even know who fucking Mahia is. No. Mahia. No one knows who Mahia we're, is. Like, I mean, not um, where, but how many people do you think live in Mahia? Oh, God. I think it's like permanent residence 400. Fuck. Not even, eh? It's wild. It's um, it's a really cool community though, and it's so beautiful. It's just yeah. been a huge uh, adjustment. Yeah. You know, like I loved being in Berlin. That was so great. Um, met a really cool bunch of creative people there that were super supportive and and um, loved to get amongst the whole, um, like Amelie and yeah. we did a really nice fun shoot over there. Um, were you knitting? as hard like were you knitting quite really yeah, actively I, over there yeah even though it, was- it was cool because I mean there's so many Kiwis based over in um London or in Europe really yeah. so I was selling 
stuff the whole time as well. And then I'm, I was making bonnets and balaclavas a lot over there as well. Like people, it's definitely, I mean, it's the weather is right over yeah. there. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I was there for the winter time. So, yeah, they they popped off, which was cool. Um, but yeah, no, it's just been a it's been a big old adjustment. But it's cool though. Like, what's the good stuff about Mahia? What's the good stuff of like oh, having this transition from big to small? Um, just it's. I mean, in terms of Amelie. Yeah, in terms of your creative, like in terms yeah. of mate, like your yeah. creative. I mean, process. I have learned so much from being a Mahia. You're also just um, inspired by different stuff. Like Berlin, mm. I was like, yeah, let's like create like a grungy Amelie, like we'll be like, you know, like streetwear, like cool, that yeah. sort of vibe. Fuck. And then you come and then you come home. <laughs> I came home and I was like, I still definitely love that element of Amelie. Um, and I love, sorry, let's <laughs> keep cooking the table. <laughs> um, but... Yeah, I so I, I've joined a couple of knitting groups down there. So there's the Mahia Spinners and then there's the Wairoa Woolly Wanderers. And um, going to those groups, I get so inspired by different things that they're doing. So that's how I've, I've actually started learning. I've learned to spin my own yarn. Wow. And that has been an amazing process. So it's kind of, yeah, you're just, the, you're just inspired by different things and you want to create different, yeah, like create different products like I've got this um I've got four pieces that I'm releasing on Sunday when I do the release of new knits that are all hand spun wow. and, you know like that's <laughs> something that I never ever thought I would be doing you know that's like, progress- yeah yeah that's- and, and that's purely because I've been in my here like inspired by all of these women and this the, all of the women in my knitting group are you know 60 plus and um they just have a wealth of knowledge like decades and decades and like centuries, you know, because they have mums and their grand. They have so yeah. many cool stories about their wheels that they have, their spinning wheels. Like one of them, her grand, her dad built her mum the the spinning wheel that she's Holy on today. And, um, yeah, and they all, they all just absolutely love it as well. Um, but, yeah, and they're all, a lot of them are farmers, wives and they all have their own sheep and so they spin their own sheep from their farm Holy and shit, the yeah. sheep places yeah so amazing. it is really cool it's amazing to see what they so come seeing up with. that like that like i guess in the city it would be harder to yeah <laughs> get access to that or mm-hmm. see that or be around those people maybe totally <laughs> in the city yeah. it was like more being like um influenced by like fashion trends and yeah. Which is totally, obviously, a big element with what I do as well. But it was just, I don't know, yeah, it's hard to pinpoint what the city was like, like more like, I don't know. It's different. It's just, yeah, streetwear sort of. Is it um, being around a different community? You're diff- around a different community too, right? So like, like polar opposite. <laughs> <laughs> Even though you could say, yeah, I wouldn't have learned all this stuff and. Yeah. It's amazing. Is there ever that thought of I I liked that in Berlin? I liked Yeah, definitely. You know, I liked that direction yeah. of Amelie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And now you're like Well, I think it's I don't think I could do the same Amelie yeah. there yeah. in Mahia. No, definitely. Out of Mahia. I mean, yes and no. Like I definitely have an idea of how I like Amelie to look or how I want it to be perceived. But it's also, it does change a lot as well. You know, like I, 
I don't think, yeah, I get kind of conflicted with how I, this is the content thing again, you know, like mm. I have this side of Amelie, which is like, so like, um, you know, it's the, oh, what's these? Down to, um, that was my phone. Oh. Um, it was, it's so salt of the earth, like rural, um, you know, like f- farm to finished product. Like there's the whole, um, yeah, there's that whole like genuine, I guess, like you're just fully Im- involved in, in the whole the process. process yeah. yeah. Um, but then with Amelie in Berlin, it was, um, yeah, I don't know. It, it's, it's like the whole different kind of grand streetwear sort of look. So there's like that part of Amelie and then there's do this you, part of Amelie. Do you think about the, um, I don't know, I guess the the getting it out there. Like, mm. do you feel like getting it out there was just easier in Berlin? There's more, there's more people. There's more people that are interested in yeah. maybe that. Oh, definitely. I mean, hundred percent. Like New Zealand's market is so much smaller, yeah. but everyone in New Zealand loves handmade knits. Like, yeah. there's a lot of amazing knitters out there that, and everyone seems to be doing you know all good. So yeah. there's definitely. Um, <coughs> people buying them and that, but yeah, there's. I guess it's you're just in a, the scale over overseas in Berlin and that, and the interest that you get is different. And also the the um, you've got a lot more people around you that can spread the word as well because it's a lot of like word of mouth and getting yeah friends with followers and mm. and that to like um, promote your knits and or your products and. So yeah, and and but it is hard regardless of where you are to get the reach out. I feel, um, especially if you're working through just Instagram, you've got to. I'm not. I'm not amazing at marketing at all, and mm. I've never been trained in that area. And just trying to like get Amelie out there is has been really hard. I thought it might be easier. Um, or yeah, I thought it would be easy to sell a lot over in Berlin. And, and I did sell, like, I was consistently making stuff, but I thought that maybe it would get picked up and, like, just, like, go, yeah, bam, take it. you know? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you have that idea sometimes, Yeah, right? yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, there's that opportunity, yeah. you know, yeah. like some influencer could see it and, and yeah, and that. So, yeah, I, it was, yeah, it's hard, eh? And it didn't happen? That did happen? Oh, I've had, I had a couple of influencers that have definitely hit me up yeah. while I was over there. Yeah. The Hayley, have you heard Hayley Bieber? Yeah. yeah oh, what? what? She asked she, you Her stylist hit me up to, um, for what? her road campaign. So Hayley Bieber has this skin care. Yeah. Um, and she was doing a campaign shoot for it. And they emailed me, like, it was like something like six days before the show. And yeah. like, I got the email. I was at the pub and then uh, in London. And then I came home and it was, I read my email. It was like, Armelie Knits X, um, Hayley Bieber. Yeah. And I was like, what is this? Because I get heaps of emails from random people in my Armelie inbox. Yeah. And I read it and I was like, and I was like, hi, Armelie, we would like to. Um, Use your knits, and she they had screenshotted which ones they wanted, and Haley's up and coming road campaign photo shoot, and I was like, oh my god, I was like, this is definitely like <laughs> not real, <laughs> and um, and then the lady signed it off, and then she had a, a link to her Instagram profile, and um, 
I went onto her Instagram profile and then she had a number on there to call and I was lit at this point. I was like, oh my but, God. Yeah. I, was just like, I was like, fuck it, I'm just going to call her. So I called her and she picked up and I was like, oh, hi. Um, I just, and like I did my due diligence and trying to like figure out if she How was linked you, to Hayley and like okay. whether, she, whether she was like represented by this. Are um, you trying to sound, wait, this is quite funny because they email you saying, hey, <laughs> Amelie, like Amelie's more than one yeah. person that's doing it. Like yeah, yeah, yeah. it's a big brand or yeah, something, yeah, you yeah. know? Oh yeah, totally. And then you're like, I'm going to answer the phone as like, as just me or yeah. is it like... Yeah, Amelie, Amelie speaking. Oh, no, it was definitely, like, I was 100% not trying to play it cool. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, um, hi, uh, yeah, uh, my name's uh, Nat, and I just got your email from um, about Hayley Bieber and Amelie, and she was like, oh, yeah, cool, yeah, um, we'd, we love your nits, and we'd love to have them in the shoot next week. And I was like, oh, my God. <laughs> and then I hung up, and um, I was like, eh. And then I went and jumped on my sister because I was staying at a house in London and she was... Um, Wait, is this a thing? Okay, also, is there a thing where you're like, they they just do, you do this for free or are they, mm, you know, paying you because it's that like, was oh, a, this That was a thing, right. yeah. She, um, it cost so much to send them over. So I, so I only had like six days or something to get them over there and obviously I couldn't knit and like, <laughs> I couldn't knit three knits up. So I got, I rounded up the knits that I had in London and I think I got like, of my friends that were there. So I got, I think there was, oh, I can't remember. I got like four pieces from London, but none of them were what they wanted and like what they screenshotted. Um, and I didn't have the yarn with me because I was in London. You have to, yeah. Um, and so I, there was this girl that I'd made, the, ex, the exact cardigan that they screenshotted was as another knitter that I've met um, through Amelie she's but she's based in Canada and I ended up calling her and was like yo can you send that to this address and she was like yeah sure and so overall like I sent it on an overnight courier from London um to LA and she sent it from Canada to LA so and it got have, there on the had, day of the shoot so you only like, had one of the knits that they wanted yeah Oh yeah, but I was and like, have, others yeah, I was just... like, these are also great. <laughs> um, but it got there the day of the show, and anyway, and it ended up costing me like probably seven hundred New Zealand dollars to send it over, and they didn't they didn't pay me back, um, but they sent them back for free. Yeah, yeah. But at the same time, I was like, oh my god, like <laughs> I was so glad because it was delayed from. Like the, yeah, it was meant to get there overnight. Didn't get there overnight. Got there like four days later. I was like, no. Um, What's going through your head? Like. Oh my God. I was so like, please work, please work, please work. But I was like, don't get ahead of yourself. Like. That it's going to blow up or something. You mean, is it? Oh no. As in like, they will actually use them. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, but also, like, blowing yeah. up, I was like, okay, so, like, if Hayley Bieber shares my nits, she's, like, the influencer of the world, <laughs> I have to kind of prepare. <laughs> so I just did some – I got – this guy helps me out. My friend helps me out with my um, website, and he just um, – yeah, I just talked to him. I was like, can we set it up that it's pretty clear how to purchase in there or, like, you know. Um, but, yeah, it was a big – Old flop in the end, but it was still. I still. Wait, why did it flop? Well, they didn't use them. Oh. Mm. Didn't use them, which is all good. I was still like, 
So were you, were they, did they email they you that or did you just like wait for this campaign to come out or like? No, I was, I was annoying. I was like, hey, like how did it go? Did you use them? Hey, what's happening yeah. with them? Um, where are they? Because they also kind of went a little bit silent and I was like, well, you've got all of these knits that I've knitted for people. And I wasn't that keen to, even though. To send those over, you mean? Yeah, like yeah. I sent, I round them up from everyone. Oh. Sent them over and they were like with the expectation that they were going to get them back. And, um. And I was true to my word. I wasn't going to let them, like, just keep them. Unless, like, it went really well and I would just knit them something different. Um, but, yeah, no, I was like, oh, I can't remember. But they ended up sending them back. But then they kept one. Um, and I was like, hey, one of the knits is missing. She was like, they were like, yeah, we'd like to buy it. Like, let us know how much you want for it. And um, I was, and I told them, and they're like, we've changed our mind. Oh. <laughs> I was like, sweet ass. Did you end up selling them that knit? No, they changed oh. their mind. Oh, they tra- oh sorry. I you- <laughs> <laughs> they changed their mind. I was oh. like, Ugh. but sometimes I feel like this is definitely just me being like, what did you thinking about? I just, I just feel like potentially maybe some of the women that work in the, um, for the, st- in that stylist, I don't know what you call it in that business. Um, they will like a product and maybe they'll keep it for themselves, if you know what I mean, rather than... Yeah. And I think that happens quite often as well. Oh, I mean, there would be yeah. a lot of people working on that, yeah, and then they all see these products that in yeah, this campaign okay. or whatever. Mm. Um, what did you learn from it, you think? Um, from that experience? What did I learn from that? I don't know. You've got to take every opportunity. Like that was such a wild opportunity. Yeah. And I, I don't regret anything about it. Like, got you buzzing. I, oh my yeah. god! Yeah. yeah. I was like, like, what? <laughs> <laughs> I was literally like, I, I, I when I because I talked to the lady a couple of times on the phone. I was like, how did you find me? Like, mm. I don't have you know. Like I've got like I had like three thousand followers or something. She was like, honestly, I troll the internet. I was like, you must go deep. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> because crazy. that's crazy. Um, but I'm also really connected with quite a few, like when I first started Amelie, um, the knitting community online is so cool and supportive of each other. And there's, um, like we all, a lot of the women that I have connected with on, um, through Instagram on Amelie, they've, they've actually really taken off. So they, um, and they comment on my stuff and I comment on their stuff and they, um, <coughs> like they they've all supplied I mean like Emma Chamberlain's been wearing some of their knits and some of them have gotten to like Vogue and that so I think just maybe what is this community is it like a online it's online yeah it's, it's just people that have Instagram profiles with their knits yeah and oh and is there a group chat or something or is it just, no, no no we just, just message just, each other just privately each other. And, I see yeah and then like a comment on uh, cool. each other's knits and there yeah. It's cool. It's really cool. Like it was super That's what nice. Yeah. Yeah. Super nice at first. I probably talk to them less now. Um, but yeah, it's, it's a cool community. Like, and it's cool to see other people that have become close through, you can see, through there. yeah, like other people, uh, other knitters that have become close online and they always share each other's stuff and that. Oh. it's really sweet. Yeah. Um, have you made connections or relationships through 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 that community, like a beyond the knitting? Uh, yet? <laughs> not really. Yeah, no. It's just it's just um. It's just a wider thing. It's yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Just um, just knitters and crocheters, really. 
that's one thing I actually like you it's it's almost like you know that's a good thing is like you start something you get mm. involved in the community of it mm. like eg you going into Mahir and going into these clubs mm. or these knitters whatever you call yeah, them, yeah. what do you call them knitters? yeah knitting clubs knitting yeah. Clubs, yeah. <laughs> yeah and like getting immersed yeah meeting the people there the knowledge that's there yeah I find that myself like a difficult Oh, really? A difficult thing. And I know how beneficial it is because mm. beneficial it is because when I started pottery, I'd go into the club and there was this old fella there called yeah. Seymour and he was like the fucking knowledge king, like, you know, mm. and he would just impart it, mm. you know, there. And you're like, sweet, I'm learning all these things, like from yeah. someone that's been doing it for yeah. yonks. Um Oh yeah, it's and so then I good. just stopped going, and I was, and I got my, bought my own wheel and got my own studio, mm. and just started like being real insulated mm. with it. Mm. And I and I know that it's so mm. beneficial to be like just ask people and mm. this community around it. Like I kind of envy it a little bit when when I see it. Yeah, yeah. And I'm like, fuck. Yeah. There's something about me and maybe my. It's putting yourself out there. Yeah. 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 And like seeking help and advice is like it can be daunting because not everyone's super reciprocal. Like, well, not everyone's super willing to give it out as well. But when you find mm. people that are, you know, really genuine and want to help and um, they're super knowledgeable as well, yeah, it's so so good. And it's so nice just being part of a community, yeah, because it's exactly. like. Yeah, I think I feel yeah. sometimes like guilty for asking for help. Yeah. Like I even felt a little bit oh, like. Oh, totally. Yeah. Like, oh, fuck. Yeah. I asked my friend Nate to like make an intro mm. for this podcast. Oh, yeah. And, you know, it's like 15 second intro and stuff. Yeah. And I know it takes time and stuff. But I was just like, oh, fuck. Mm. All right, I'm just going to ask him. Yeah. And then asked him. And then, you know, it wasn't right the first time. And then, you know, and then mm. I was like, Oh, yeah. I can like can we change like he's doing yeah. it for free you know yeah, like yeah, 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 can yeah. I change this and do yeah. this and then he's like then he does the change like oh fuck like yeah <laughs> yeah 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 totally yeah I get that guilt as well because you don't want and it's and it's, it comes down to like the money thing as well like I would love to pay people to help me and like these women in my hair are so like generous with their time and they're so willing to help and I'm like what well, you know I want to um pay you for your help yeah. um you know what are you what would you like and they're like no no, no. like it's been such a fun day you know like because I'll they'll come up to the house and we'll have like you know we'll just have some kai for them oh, or like it, you know playing some music we're just gas banging you know so it's, <laughs> it's it's a super cute um day and they just love they just do, love that. Do you think it has to do with because I have this thing where um if you if people believe in you, then mm. they're they're more willing to help you. Mm. You know, if they go, fuck, I don't know, these ladies are sixty mm. or something, they're like, oh, Nat's doing this really cool thing. She's like selling it on I don't even know if they know yeah. it. But like yeah. you know what I mean? They're like, Oh, she's going for it. Mm. She's doing a thing, we want to help her. Yeah. Rather than someone that was just doing yeah. it part time. Yeah. And be like, eh. Yeah, yeah. I think they get super stoked. Like I went to, um, there's this lady, Mo, who's been absolutely amazing. Mm. And um, she's just helped me out. She gave me my spinning wheel. She's constantly just, you know, if I have any questions, she's there to help. 
she'll come over, she'll gift me other things to help me with um, spinning. And she's just an angel. And I went to, um, they have these retreats and there was one in Gisborne where like all of these knitters from around the region will come. So like there's, yeah, Gizzy, Whakatane, um, Wairoa, Mahia, like all of these women come together. And there's spinning, there's weaving, all of this stuff. Anyway, I went and I was noticeably like 30, 40 years younger than everyone there. <laughs> and Mo was taking me around and it was super cute. She was like, this is my prodigy, you know, she's my sponge. Oh. <laughs> and so like, she's, you know, like she's just really stoked on um, helping me. Yeah, she's, and she's proud of it as well. Yeah. Because I definitely take on a lot of her advice and, and a lot of her work inspires me as well. She's insanely clever. So, yeah, it's just she's got respect for me and I've got respect do for you her. Share, so do you share a lot of your, what you do, I'm assuming you do, with With her? them? Yeah, yeah, yeah totally. Her, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. And they're interested, eh? Yeah. Like, they love to, yeah, they love to see it. And, mm. um, I forget know. that they've been at your age. Yeah, yeah. You know, like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. That they've been at your age and they've, yeah. Maybe some of them have done something. Yeah, well, Mo, it's interesting, though, because a lot of the women, they make these incredible (laughs) pieces. Like, their knitting is so good, like, so intricate, um, incredibly clever. All of it's pretty much yarn that they've spun themselves from a sheet that they've probably shorn themselves (laughs) and then, then, like, knitted up themselves, you know, Um, and the amount of work and everything that goes into it and then they'll just give it away or they'll just you know that they go to the white or a&p show and they'll Mm. sell it for like 15 dollars you know (laughs) and so and it's and it's wild i'm like oh my god like you you definitely don't understand how um value the value yeah the value of your um garments and and I think some of them have been quite surprised. Like so I, I get a little bit shamed out when mm. they look at my prices sometimes, and they're like, "Whoa, like that? That's a lot of money." <laughs> yeah, and yeah. I'm like, "Yeah, it is, but like it's actually, you know, it's pretty reasonable for the amount of effort and the cost of the yarn, and blah blah blah." And, but they've never, because it's something that they just like doing. They can't look at it from that perspective. No, and they've never had to, and it's cool yeah, that they don't. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah, and yeah. Um, but some of them, like Mo, she sells some of her, she does a lot of different art. So she kind of understands how valuable or like the value of her, um, of her knits and, yeah. and that. But yeah, a lot of the women love to learn about like the, I guess the value that I. The value been, of your craft Yeah, as the value well, of like, your craft, yeah, yeah. Yeah, the time you've spent. So that's kind of been. Getting really Yeah, good. something that. Is super interesting, or um, yeah, they've maybe taken a little bit of inspiration from, but a lot of them. That's so cool. Yeah, a lot of them just do it for their whānau or do it for like a lot of them knit little baby stuff or yeah. you know hospitals and that. So all their grandchildren mainly, actually. <laughs> How was that process then for you? Like you took it like they might have been in a hobby mm. stage. You yeah. you were in this hobby stage. Yeah. Like, oh, doing it for shit. Yeah. To realising, oh, I could turn this. Like, yeah. did you always want to turn it into a business from the start? No, I actually just like <clears throat> how, what it's doing right now. I It's still, for me, it's um, just a, I'm just incredibly lucky, really. Like, my... Um, my passion or my 
creative passion is yeah I can make some money from really but it's not I don't want to like have it as this huge like big big um, business or clothing line like I people talk about get me getting help or scaling it up and and there's no real way of doing that if um I don't feel like there's a way of scaling it up that um doesn't take away like the um the what I love about it the fun. yeah the yeah. Fu- the fun but yeah. also the um the way that the knits are made like I love that people know that this is like a handmade mm-hmm. hand knitted garment from someone that they yeah. can see and um yeah, well, they see kind of through Instagram, or they know it's it's just like a one woman show. Well, yeah. I, I feel like that's a vibe that I give up. Yeah, there's yeah, um, I like this. Yeah, and and, and I've I, you know I'm not big on overproducing as well. Like I like that. I I like having a product that I you know can't s- smash out heaps <laughs> of them each day. You know, yeah. like I it's something that takes around about a week for me to finish. Um, start to finish. Um, I love that you've found that out. Mm. You yeah, know. but I, I mean, as, yeah, I've. I don't want to. I definitely don't want to rely on it from from a financial perspective. Um, mm. Whoa, yeah, I like yeah. That. So you figured that out. You're like, I don't mm. want to lose. If I start doing that, it's so you much almost know. Stress. Yeah, you've probably heard other stories of yeah people doing doing that and taking their thing like bigger and scaling up yeah. and, and being like, fuck. Now I just now I. No, I have to do it. Yeah, like, exactly. Where you've incorporated it into your lifestyle, mm. which sounds like really mm. amazing. And I yeah. still just absolutely love it as well, you know. Like it's not – I mean, it definitely gets boring knitting the same thing over and over. Yeah. But as long as I know that like the person that's getting really appreciates it and I get a nice message afterwards or like so I, I receive a picture of it on or something, then it's all worth it. Like I absolutely just love like that people froth it. Yeah. Um. But if it goes, if I send it off, don't hear anything back and it goes into the ether, I'm like, well, that was just annoying, you know, like <laughs> all the time and effort that went into that. Yeah. And then you're, you're still, I don't hear anything. Yeah, you're very attached. There's a yeah. big attachment to Yeah, but that's also like an expectation that I have myself. Like I don't expect them, you know, like. Everyone to send it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like I don't, sometimes I ask. Mm. Um well, I'm like, oh, it'd be really nice if I could see it, like a picture of it on. But like, everyone, not, not many people like taking photos of themselves and you know, full stop. So, yeah, but yeah, it's all good. Like, I really, I actually really love that because, yeah. yeah, it's yeah. How do you yeah? How do you keep the fun mm. really? And I and I've struggled. I mean, I was. <laughs> um, I have like so many, all these ideas, you know, and like one of them was a food idea. And I went and got like a smash burger yesterday from this guy that has a food truck. Oh, yeah. I went there. Oh, yeah. That's so good. Yesterday? Not no. yesterday. Is it the one that's outside that cafe on yeah, Ormond Road? Yeah. yeah, yeah. So I was like, Adrian, like, do you still, is it still fun for you? Like, you know, you, mm. you're now just like on Tuning the clockwork and just, yeah. but, but at, at the start it was like exciting probably, you know. Mm. And he's like, I fucking hate it. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but he's like, you know, he, it's just, yeah, it pays. Yeah. And he knows it works and he's yeah. streamlined it. Mm. Mm. And the, there's no creation in it anymore. You're yeah. just like doing 
right? Mm, I know. And I think that... Yeah. Um, I think, yeah, like some people just, yeah, I guess... Yeah, I mean... Want to turn their hobby into like this big thing. Yeah. And that's totally fair enough. Yeah. Like, it'd be so cool if knitting... Like if I, if it was an easy if it was easy to make money off knitting, you know, like, but it's just not, and I don't want to put pressure on it because if I, if I was to, I'd have to like maybe get help offshore or something, which just takes away from yeah from it. Um, I, I find it quite similar to to, yeah. to pottery, yeah, because it is usually that same story. It's like mm. clay costs a bit of money. Your time is like into one piece mm. is usually fragmented because yeah. there's different stages but there's also a lot of time that goes into it mm-hmm. yeah and then going oh do I start a production and start getting other people to make this yeah this like dinnerware or cups yeah. or whatever right yeah 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 no I know had you ever thought about knitting as uh, more more of like I'm sure there's fine art knitters out there. Yeah. You know? What do you mean by fine art? Like, do you mean like. Or like not fine art, but just art, like not for the consumer more so. Mm-hmm. Like, say pottery, like sculpture pottery. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, yeah, it's for a consumer, but yeah. it also can be put somewhere else. Oh, totally. Yeah. 100%. Sometimes I look at my, especially my hand spun stuff. I'm like, yeah. That is gorgeous. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I love it. I would stare at that Aww. all day. But it's funny, I've knitted this scarf and um, this lady, Annette, who I've also, she's amazing as well. She's she's um, she's become a really good friend. But she um, she's much older than me. She's 77. Um, but she has seen some of my stuff and she was like, that could be like some wall art, you know, like I've knitted yeah. this scarf. And, yeah. Um, it's just pretty weird and doesn't really look like a scarf, but it could be something that you could just hang on your wall. It you probably know? could be in a museum. Yeah, you yeah, know, yeah. Like it's and and a lot of what the women make at the knitting clubs, like there's a lot of felting. There's um, they work on big looms. <coughs> they do lots of weaving. Um, yeah, there's endless stuff that I'm like that is just insanely beautiful to look at. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> And, yeah, some of them different. Like Mo, who I was talking about, she does some crazy cool art. But, yeah, I don't know. I've, I've, there's my mohair stuff that I've, I've, is my main stuff. That's definitely just to wear. But the homespun stuff is definitely mm. like more of, because it's all unique. Like not, not one piece is ever going to look the same because yeah. when you're spinning, you can't really, you know, like spinning is, my spinning's evolving as well, so it's never going to look the same. same. Oh, interesting. Yeah. Do people um, ask you all the time, can you teach me how to knit? Um, only if I spend a lot of time with them, like, at the moment, no. But there's always people like, I'm keen on that. Like, yeah. Yeah, like, let's sit down and let's do it. And I'm like, okay, definitely. But I, that's probably pulled through <laughs> a few times, like, one of best mates. Like, actually happened. Um, yeah, well, one of my best mates who I live with, um, she it was just surrounded by me and my other friend who um, just knitted all day, every day. Yeah. And so she was like, right, I'm going to learn to knit and you're going to help me. And so that was 
yeah, I did that, and that was super cute and fun. Um, but yeah, people are like, people were wanting me to start. Like, I've been hit up a few times to do like classes, and like some people are like go live on Instagram and teach us how to knit. I'm like, God. <laughs> Hell no. Like, there would be, there would literally be like watching paint dry. And it would also be just impossible because there's a lot, like, if you're learning some that, and if I was to teach you, there's lots of hands on sort of stuff. <laughs> but imagine, yeah, no. Okay. But this, so it's really cool to get those messages from people because, like, Amelie is definitely like inspired other people in it as well, which yeah. is really cool. Yeah. And, like, I get nice messages like that. And, and, you know, my grandma, she's just started knitting again because it's inspired her to, like, my knitting's inspired her to start knitting again, which is super sweet. But, yeah, people definitely have hit me up to learn to knit. Nice. I feel, is it, I feel like it's getting bigger and bigger, right? Like Yeah, definitely. I mean, if I think about, like, pottery. Yeah, pottery's like, gone gang. That's like, eh? yeah, you just see it so much that you get, you you get inspired. And you're like, fuck! I want to make I want to make my own stuff too. Yeah, you know, like yeah, yeah, totally. Yeah, so knitting's getting there. Oh yeah, it's a new, it's a new is, thing. Knitting's cray cray at the moment. Crocheting is even like more popular. Mm. Um, but yeah, no, there's constantly like honestly every day I look on Instagram and I can see someone's promoted a post of Knit. you know like and there's a lot of Kiwi um, knitters as well and there's just like small little Instagram pages that are like selling their knits and crochets and stuff and it's all amazing work hey like everyone's making some really cool stuff but yeah around the world um it's definitely becoming way more popular and people are buying it like there's a people see value in totally now yeah totally spend three four Mm. i don't know five six five six (laughs) really yeah Um, oh definitely like people can oh my god yeah I've recently, yeah, <laughs> they people will pay some big coin for um, some hand-knitted stuff, yeah, yeah. What is it? But that's cool. That's it amazing. is cool. It is cool. It's because like people are just more and more wanting to move into slow fashion and like wanting to unique, understand yeah. like how their products made and they really respect that process and understand that like it's not like you know like the price that you pay for fast fashion is is you know cheap because it's based on a whole lot of horrible stuff so mm. they're happy to pay more for a well-made garment that uses quality yarn or material and that they know who's made it you know yeah yeah um who do you knit for like and um i knit as mainly it's obviously mainly women probably our age yeah um I didn't mean to like that, actually. What do you mean? <laughs> Who do I knit for? Like, do you knit for yourself or do you feel like you started to, to, to oh, move true. towards, like, uh, I'm, I knit for other people more? You know, like, do you uh, knit for the enjoyment uh, yourself? It depends what I'm doing. Yeah, mm. like, um, repetitive orders. Oh, no, I, I always feel like I'm in control of, like, what I, I'm doing. Like, cool. I, I don't always say yes to stuff. Nice. Especially if I'm, like thinking about trying something new um which is hard to like I'm usually if I have orders and I will always do the orders before I'll try my own thing but then there's like a constant stream of orders so it's like hard to 
try new things. So sometimes I I do prior like I've been better at prioritizing like testing new um, knits out. Um, but usually it's always I mean people order them so I have the obligation to knit them yeah. as quickly as I can for <laughs> yeah, them. Yeah. But I'm really open and honest with like the amount of time it's going to take, and people are always really reciprocal. They're like um, receptive of that. Yeah. How do you say no? Um, That's the one thing that is yeah, a common awful. hardship yeah. of oh like my God, yeah. anyone. I mean, if it's someone's what's I mean, if it's someone's yeah, it depends what the question is. But yeah, I mean, I'm a people pleaser, and <laughs> I definitely find it hard. <laughs> but yeah. A lot of the time, I don't, like, yeah, I say no if it's, like, this weird, um, if it's not one of my products and it's something that I'm not really interested in knitting. If it's not for you, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, Which is an easy no because I'm like, oh, no, like, I don't do that. But, yeah, I don't know. It usually starts with me, like, cushioning the blow being like oh you know like I've got this shoot coming up so um I'll be I'm really concentrating on that and it, so it could take like two or three months for you to get your knit mm. and then they're like oh you know like don't worry and I'm like yes <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh um oh. but yeah honestly like 90% of the time I will say yes but I'm just I'm also just like it's going to take this long and and then they can say yay or nay yeah mm. Are you mainly focused on me? Have you picked up any other things that you're like, like kn- taking your oh, attention? I mean, yeah, so it's knitting. It started with knitting and then it went to crocheting a little bit. Okay. And then it's gone to spinning. And then. Um, but it's all in the same world. It's all in the same world. Yeah. And then, yeah, I've just inherited a, um, like a loom kind of thing, like a for weaving. To make your, yeah, to make your own. To weave, yeah, 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 yeah. To weave like yarn and to making like a rug or like a blanket and stuff. Yeah, that is amazing to see. Like, because a lot of the women in the um, knitting classes or groups that I'm part of, they do a lot of loom work, a lot of weaving. And honestly, it's like, woo, that looks amazing. Because they, and this is equally like insane, like they will spin up all of the yarn that they will use to make like a whole big blanket or rug um, that they'll use on their loom, which is just, when you see that in, in motion, it's like, oh my God, the amount of time that has gone into this, like, wow. Oh um, but not really, eh? I, pottery, my mum my and I have done a pottery course because we have said, oh my God, have you watched the great, um, the great, the great TV. pottery show? No, but I fucking wish I have now because everyone's talking about this. It is amazing. Yeah. Me, my dad and my mum are obsessed. We even, we ordered off. It's like a competition. Eh? Yeah, it is. It's like the Great British Bake Off. Yeah. Um, But we, we all, we got matching t-shirts and jumpers of his face. <laughs> Keith, um, is Brian he the Jones? winner or is he the host? No, he's the judge and he oh. literally makes the entire show because he's this big, like, happy, tall Englishman that wears, like, these tweed coats and, like, these waistcoats and, like, and he's just so blessed and he's so emotional. He's so passionate about the craft that he, when someone does well, he'll just break down and cry. And it's, like, the most genuine, like, authentic thing to see. <laughs> Um, and yeah, it's just like the biggest warm 
Twice so, he's watching that show because everyone's yeah. got their back and it's super sweet. And honestly, the stuff that they make, you're like, wow. So it's just like set tasks and they make these certain things. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Imagine if there was one for knitting. The yeah. great knit off. Well, actually, this there is, is the other thing. Yeah. So oh. <laughs> back in the day, well, not really back in the day, they still do it, but it's not as common. Um, oh, no, they do. They did it at this meet that I went to in Gizzy. Um, the woman, there's teams of women and they, um, so one will be spinning the yarn. They'll get given a fleece and they'll get given a pattern. And so there's four people, I think, to a team. And one person will be spinning the yarn. One person will be, um, like, starting to knit that yarn. Oh, no, two people will be spinning and two people will be knitting. So they'll grab the fleece and it's like a competition who can do it the fastest and, like, finish with the best <laughs> knit. It's so cool. I'm I, like... Do you know what I fucking love? I, I want to be part of that. I fucking love how much you're into it. Yeah. It's like infectious. Yeah. You oh, know? That's so sweet. Yeah. No, it's I'm a really really obsessed. Yeah. Do you feel like you ever have imposter syndrome? Oh my God, yeah. <laughs> how do like, you deal with the imposter syndrome? I have that's yeah. I mean I don't really know, to be honest. I try, try not to dwell on it. I more have it with my like career job. I'm like, how the hell? But Oh really? Um, yeah, but I with knitting, I guess it's just because it's came out of completely nowhere. Like me being involved in like the fashion world, I guess, is like something that I never ever was like super interested in or like thought that I would go down that track or like be capable of doing that. <laughs> but you've always loved fashion. Totally. Yeah. Like yeah, I've yeah. always noticed. Always love fashion. Kinda... Always been like super into like op shops like op shopping and yeah. um I guess like trends style and, and style yeah. and stuff and playing around with that. Um but just never thought of it as like a I'd be, I'd actually be involved like producing, you know, garments. Um so that's a buzz out. <laughs> yeah. That's random. And then I'll be like you you ain't a fashion chick. <laughs> But you're on your way, like, yeah. not that you're on your way, but, I mean, I love that you have, you know what you want out mm. of it. You, you're on your way. Mm. Like, not to be this yeah. crazy thing, but maybe you will be, but, um, yeah, it's. Yeah, that's cool. Yeah, it's. Yeah, the imposter, the imposter syndrome is a hard yeah. one, eh? Because. It definitely is. Yeah, it's it's not, but it's weird because it, it mainly is because you don't feel like you belong there. Mm, yeah, totally. But do you, does it feel like when you're in these communities, these smaller mm. communities of the, all these other knitters, does it make you feel like you belong more? Yes. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, yes. Does, but does everyone else share like their struggles as well in there, or do they, mm, or is it more like not really? Hey, you know. Yeah. 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 I mean, a lot of, yeah, because, I mean, some of, like, the international friends that I have, like, some of them that have absolutely blown up, I know Mm. that they're like, well, this is, like, a surreal movement. Like, I have, I never expected this to happen. But in terms of, like, even just being a part of the fashion world in New Zealand, like, I'm not connected super well in in that whole area. So, like, I, like, most of my friends aren't remotely involved in fashion like I have like maybe two or three Mm. and the rest I've like started to meet through like doing shoots or 
friends of friends, but I feel like the New Zealand like fashion um, clicky, you know, like <laughs> group of fashionistas. Yeah, yeah, they all seem to know each other, and they've all like kind of met through like I don't know, like, but they've all like kind of created it themselves, like the group of who they are, and like they they're like the fashion scene, if you know what I mean. Well, there's different ones, but. Mm. But, every, yeah, because New Zealand's so small, like, everyone does tend to start, like, meeting. But, yeah, I feel like do I'm you want to be? Do you want to have Amelie, like, in big shoots and, like, um, have it? Yeah, that would be, like, I, of course I'd, like, that would be amazing. I haven't, like, I haven't openly, like, put it put out there, there like that. Yeah. But, like, if, it, yeah, like, if people wanted to use Amelie in shoots and, which they have before, but, um. Yeah, I would totally be. Because isn't to that. isn't it? I a, love collaborating <laughs> with other. Isn't it an interesting people? thing to like, you know, maybe like say, Haley Bieber wore wore your knits and then it blew up. Mm. Then how do you control exactly the going? Fuck. Well, actually, I still just want to be yeah the person that knits them yeah, and I kind of want to. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Do it on my own time. Oh, totally. That's I set up the website so it would be like that. Like okay. I, I wouldn't. So I wouldn't it was be still inundated. sticking to that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was like if you want to pre-order, like email me here. Two years in advance. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I've got a exactly. fucking two-year wait list. I know. So that was like I was like I'm prepping, prepping myself for that. Yeah, because okay. like I mean, it, it depends though. Like if something like that happened, big, yeah, if something like that happened, I could definitely hire someone. That, you know, like maybe a couple of knitters around New Zealand. Um, but still, it's still so slow, you know, like, <laughs> it's not like I'll be smashing two out a day. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, like, I don't know. I never want it to get to a point where I'm like overproducing at all. Like I do, I don't want to like add to the big shit show of, of what we're already doing and, you know, what consumerism's yeah. already doing to yeah. the world. It's cool that you're sticking to your values. I really mm. love to hear that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's keeps you. I've yeah. I mean, in terms of how Amelie, like I work in the sustainability climate change area, like, and I've I've done that you'll be, corporate, yeah, you'll and, be <laughs> corporate lying. and local council. I know. Imagine if I was just like mass producing nets on the side. <laughs> People are like that doesn't align. Um, but I just, I mean, this is probably going to jinx it. But I've just been meeting. I just met with someone last on Tuesday to work, start working in the wool industry and like around Aotearoa. So for, for you to get a job in there? Yeah, because uh-huh. there's so like wool is on the, on the down. I mean, it's been, it hasn't been on the up, like on the up for about t- a decade now. Uh-huh. So there's all the surplus wool that's around. That, they can't um, sell or something. They can't sell. Yeah. They can't do anything with No one even wants it, you know, like yeah. everyone's just like trying to give away, but everyone's like, nah. So it's like, innovating around wool and figuring out how we can like reintroduce it and essentially revive the wool industry in New Zealand. Um, and that has like obviously deep like social, environmental and financial positive impacts um, because it is essentially like replacing synthetics with a really great natural fibre. Yeah, um, So I'm like hoping like how I can start working in that because um, I feel like there's so much cool, like wool is so cool. Oh, I love wool you. is cool. Oh, you're making wool fucking cool. <laughs> um, but yeah, that's cool. I know. Cool. So hopefully, we, yeah, hopefully something comes of that. It's always when you finish the podcast and you have chats after yeah. you 
you feel so much more relaxed. Yeah, yeah. You're like, oh, sweet, now yeah, I can yeah, just yeah. talk. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know. But you were talking about being paralysed by content. Yeah. And I don't know, what was I going to bring up? Having confidence. Oh, confidence. Yeah. Well, yeah, like I I don't have the confidence <laughs> around <laughs> posting content because I get so – I overthink it and I get overwhelmed. So I get like a little bit paralysed and then I don't post for a while even though I've got some content there or like I'm just like, is it the right time or should I wait for it, blah, 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 blah. So I have to – I lean on a lot of my friends – to help me with that and I need that reassurance. Um, but, yeah, I mean, there's some people that are really good at it. Well, they, they come across that they've got the confidence and they um, just post whatever they want. Um, <laughs> or they post, you know, like, I don't even really know what we're trying to say here, yeah. but <laughs> we lost it. Just we lost it. It was, it was organic and then we fucked yeah. it up. Well, what yeah. were we trying to say, though? Like, what, what point were we trying to make? I don't know. Confidence, how do you, how do you, um. It's just about being confident. Like, it's about, like, if you, like, if you want to start, like, what we're talking about, how you were starting the podcast, and, um, you just, (laughs) you were saying fake it till you make it, but you just gotta. (laughs) I don't think of that. No, no. I just think you just got to back yourself. Like, Mm. you can psych yourself out so easily. You have to believe in what you're doing. I think that's like, if your belief is strong and you and you believe what you're doing is worth it mm. and adding and contributing, yeah. yeah, then that makes it easier to be confident in what you're doing. Totally. But the, the other part is, for me, was I'm confident in that part. Mm. Like creating yeah. a podcast out of, you know, these common struggles in making us human mm. and, and having other people look, look at artists and go, oh, I can relate instead of idolizing them and putting them on a podium. Mm, mm. The part I'm struggling with is the craft part, like mm. <laughs> being confident. I've just started and mm. I fucking noticed my first three podcasts. I'm like, oh, my God, I'm like, you know, I'm so mm. cringe on that. Mm. And and it just comes with, you know, even you getting better and better and better at knitting yeah. to being so confident you're like, yeah. Oh, I just do this. Yeah, yeah, I yeah. do this in the car and the passengers here. Yeah, I do yeah. this watching a movie. Like, yeah. you <laughs> know, movie. like yeah. you're proud of your product. Yeah. And I think that's the struggle for me right yeah. now is like waiting to be proud of my product. Yeah. But you've got like, I think it's because you haven't, you haven't, I mean, I haven't like, done it yet. you haven't done it yet. Yeah. And like, as much as like, we know it's a cool thing. Um, it's still like even if you are confident in what you've got and like you love your stuff I mean you know to a point but yeah. like it's still you can still get in your head about like because a lot of validation from you know like if I put something out on Instagram that's a new knit that I've spent hours like thinking about designing and then actually knitting yeah, and then it gets like 50 likes you know and you're just <laughs> and like, you're like I shouldn't be validating myself or my knitwear on like 50 likes, you know? And, and cause like I put it out there because I kind of believe that it's like not all the time I'm like, oh God, I've looked at this for too long that I have actually started to hate it. But <laughs> yeah, it's, it's frustrating when like your validation comes from that. So that like that blows as a blow to your confidence. And so yeah. you're like, oh my God, like so I don't really know if I want to post anymore. Yeah. Like, you know, like, 
it just stops you from posting because you're like shit like that people didn't like that or didn't like that as much as the other thing and so it's it's kind of like how do you change that mentality how do you just stop caring that's what it is yeah yeah um I mean yeah yeah. sorry we're recording (laughs) fuck (laughs) sorry I'm recording I'm recording something (laughs) (laughs) fuck I need to tell them that I do this podcast too really yeah because I haven't told my parents yet I'm doing a podcast and I was like I had one interview with my friend Mal and I was like he, he was talking about involving your parents and being proud of something you know and like sharing that with them and stuff and yeah i was like yeah totally (laughs) yeah but um confidence fuck i just lost that train of thought got interrupted by my dad yeah (laughs) it's just it's just like it's just like not yeah not care like trying to not care yeah yeah it's hard like it's that's definitely something that i have not mastered i can't think i can't like I kill. Is it I not caring much. or is it um, like retraining or like that when that question I asked you was like, who do you do it for? Mm. If you do it for yourself mm-hmm. and not for other people. Yeah, then who cares? You know, like you. Then you're just doing it for you. A lot but of then, But you can away. also care about the shit that you produce too. It's well, hard. You want validation. Like, totally. Like, why not? Like, of course it yeah. feels so good when someone tells you it's good yeah and sends sends you a picture yeah totally like if you don't have that then you yeah. then yeah you You're might like, still do it for you but you might yeah. not actually be doing it as hard yeah 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 so it's important i think that isn't is it an important oh, part totally of especially when you're building a brand off um online like in an online, online presence brand world. yeah yeah, yeah online. like I mean, I don't really care about my followers, to be honest. But and I don't you like don't care about your fans. No. <laughs> I mean, yeah, I don't like my followers there. <laughs> but I don't, I don't care about my follower count going up. Yeah, really. Sometimes I do. Sometimes I don't. But depends like, on the day. yeah, depends, depends on, on the day. day. But it's more like it just annoys me that it gets to me if I was to post like a unit that I was like super stoked about, and then it gets like you know five likes. No, yeah, been that bad. But like, you know, like why am I? validating my hard work um off and like people around me like in person i've been like yeah this is so dope like, but is it also because you want people to enjoy your knits yeah definitely like why you know like yeah you can make them for yourself but then you can just make them for you to wear but yeah really like you want other people to enjoy what yeah, you totally. enjoy right yeah you want to share that yeah 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 and i want to show like the i want to share like the love that you know like I'm super stoked in it and like that's why I like sharing it because I'm like oh this is like you know like I'm excited to show my friends and followers this but yeah I guess it's like why do I care I like (laughs) annoying I'm gonna do I'm not I already know there's gonna be like no one listening to this (laughs) you know and I'm gonna like have that battle internally and go yeah who does it does it matter that one person list you yeah. know like yeah yeah um, I mean yeah because it's I'm, also why like, would I release it otherwise yeah. like why would I even put it out to the world if yeah if I didn't want other people to connect with it yeah exactly you know yeah exactly yeah but it's kind of like measuring that yourself and going well do I 
want it to be the biggest thing in the world mm. or do I just want to put it out there and let people see if they yeah. want to connect with it and, yeah. in an organic way? Yeah. Well, I mean, it's like if you enjoy it, then like definitely do it. You I know, fucking like, love it. Yeah, exactly. Like, <laughs> exactly. I mean, as much as like it annoys me that sometimes I like people don't seem to receive my nits as much as I'd like them to or you know what I mean like I I'm still gonna knit for the rest of my life you know (laughs) yeah it's not gonna stop me from knitting yeah okay so that's kind of like yeah like if you love what you're doing and you love having these yarns and stuff like it's obviously cool if other people are interested but yeah you're just gonna just keep Keep doing it. Keep doing it. And, like, it's not probably going to pop off straight away. You've got to build, like, a brand. You've got to – it's, like, a – it's usually it's, like, a slow-burning thing. So – and that's That's around good. expectation too, right? Yeah. It's, like, yeah. Yeah. I try not to have any expectation yeah. on that. I have yeah. only the expectation that it's going to be tiny. Yeah. You know, like <laughs> – And then you'll surprise yourself and it'll go gangbusters. Um, if you could recommend someone else to be on – yeah. Who? Just one. You only oh, yeah. need to give me one. What reference. kind of? Anyway. So any creative? Ooh, 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 ooh. Um, they can be anywhere, apart maybe not international yet. <laughs> yeah. Okay. I mean, feed me someone. No. I yeah. I was just. Reby is she's one of my best mates. <laughs> oh yeah. And she just comes to my right. She's in the fashion world. She has worked in the fashion world for ages, and she's just like. She's just um, left her day job to really pursue her Ooh. brand. Ooh, I love it. she has gone hundies. What's her brand? Reby. Oh, Re- Reby. So her name's Reby. Yeah, yeah. and the R-E-B-E. brand's Reby. Yeah. Sweet. Reby Burgess. And hey. she's a very clever cookie. Um, just super knowledgeable. Um, and she's, like, going hard. So it's really cool. Like, she's inspiring. Is she in Auckland? Yep. Yeah. Sweet. Yeah. Do you reckon she do a podcast? Totally. Hey. Yeah, she and she will talk as well. Hey. Loves a yarn. Okay, sick. Okay, set me up. Yeah. Also, she's got a really cool friend that I know, Holly Burgess. They're both of their last names are Burgess. And she's like a really cool, she's um, Wahine Māori, and so is Reeves. And um, she's a photographer, but she she's a really, really good photographer. And she's from up north. And I just think, like, she's like, does heaps of really amazing shoots and works with amazing people. So she could be a really cool person to talk to with. Sick. Because she, I mean, I think she just started taking photos of friends and then, and then she's, yeah, takes photos for big brands and that now. Dope, so dope. Okay, yeah, fuck, I would love to. I would love to. There's tons and tons and tons yeah. and tons of people. Because, like, every field, even though every field is so different, mm. every field has. Everyone feels quite similar about a yeah. lot of things. Yeah, yeah, totally. But it's cool to hear it from that, like a photography. Yeah, yeah, exactly. You want a mix of creatives, eh? Yeah. yeah. Which is cool. Mean. Okay. Sweet. You're like.
No, good luck. Yeah. I hope you fucking get that. <laughs> <Same. laughs> okay. Take over the wall in the Oh, we're done. We're done. <laughs> I think we're done. Yeah. Oh. Oof. Nice. It's cool to hear about all that. I don't know if I was even making any sense. No, you you had some really good stuff to stay in there for sure. <sighs> I mean, I love just how passionate you are about it. <laughs> yeah. You know, Mo, fucking Mo's got you. Yeah, hard. I know she's such a cool chick. And that will, that will, that just that's what keeps you. Yeah, all that passion is just like what mm. keeps you fueled. Mm. Being around it all. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Totally. I, I like it. Make it, it for sure inspires me to like mm. get back into like the pottery club. Yeah, and just like start going back to the club. Yeah, definitely. Because Honestly. you you just get inspired by so much more. Hey, eh? like, I mean, inspiration will come at you at like different, yeah, in yeah. different ways and at different yeah. points. And I feel like when you're a part of that, like.